0: Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Beyond the Present Podcast. My name is Daniel Mulgan here. I'm joined by Pujic Live from Canada. What am I, man? How's it going?
1: It's going great, guys. Everything's good.
0: Fabulous. And of course, we have another special guest today. His name is Ali. Ali, my man, buddy. How's it going?
2: I'm good. I'm good.
0: Fabulous. So for those of us who don't know you here, Ali, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, your background and whatnot?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so... So I work as a software engineer. Um, software engineer, that's here here in right. Yep. That's right. Fantastic. Yep. In Toronto. Um, yeah. Uh, I finished up school about two years ago. So, so I've been working for two years. Um, and, you know, like I love technology since since I work in the tech. So I'm always thinking about, you know, like how, for example, how can the tech improve the the, the daily lives of, you know, like different industry. So true. Uh, so. Yeah, so that's amazing, one of my man. Interesting topics. Yeah,
0: it's great that we have you on board because you know you're a techie, a tech savvy guy, software engineer, that kind of stuff. Because this is going to help us a lot since today's uh, topic actually is about the future, and you know, IT and technology is a huge part of that future. Obviously, so glad to have you on board here, Ali, with us. So uh, let's start right now with Pujiq. So, Pujiq, today's uh, topic is about futurism: what we think about the future and whether or not we have basically a an optimistic or a Pessimistic attitude towards our future. So, first yourself, Fujix. What what is your perspective when you, when you think of the word future? Like when you literally imagine the decades or even centuries ahead, what images actually uh, come to your mind, and what is your perspective overall?
1: Yeah, glad that you asked that question, especially the beginning part when you were talking about pessimism and optimism. Um, so, you know, it's it's. I think it's very healthy to look at both pictures uh pessimistic uh, picture and also optimistic picture because with the pessimistic picture you know what you want to avoid what you want not to happen that's right and when you are when you're dealt with that with the pessimistic picture then you know what you want and what s- inspires you uh overall I'm a very optimistic person I think you have to be an optimist to be an entrepreneur that's otherwise so true. you're going to be depressed and dead <laughs> literally
0: like so. man like this ups and down all the time like it's just crazy I know I get you
1: Right. So, so at the end of the day, I have a very optimistic uh, picture of the future. But one question, one
0: question. Like- are you optimistic about the future because you're an entrepreneur or are you optimistic, period? Because, I mean, you could be optimistic all the time, but do you generally have a good, uh, you know, perspective about the future uh- of humanity?
1: Right. No, I, I'm, an, I'm overall an optimistic person. That's like right. That's, that's for sure. Like I I tend to look at the positive side of things. I mean, there are negatives all the time, but there are all, always positives too. So I don't think there's only one thing at any given time. There's no absolute state of either positive or negative. Mm-hmm. But I tend to focus on the positive and improvement of the, that positive rather than focusing on the negative Fantastic. and then feeling sorry for myself or something. Uh,
0: optimism wins, man. Love it. Let's move on to Ali here. So, my man, buddy, what do you think? Are you optimistic about the future given the fact that you know a lot about technology and how it's going to actually change our lives in the future?
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, like I'm really happy. <clears throat> yeah. So, like like right now, I'm really happy, you know, the way the tech is going. Um, for, I think, future, it'll be uh, – for sure, it will be a much better world. Um, So, so like, for example, with the current, you know, all the machine learning stuff that's going on, I think we are solving a lot of issues that we were not able to solve before. I think we can even solve, yeah, we can solve problems like even like cancer in future, hopefully. Wow. Uh, Because we have, we have so much computing power now that, that we can actually be able to predict if, if someone's going to have a cancer or not in future. Um, and, and i think this is going really fast so i so yeah so like, like in terms of the, in terms of the optimism I'm pretty happy and I think it's going to going in the right way.
0: Fantastic. You see, uh, I'm so glad that both of you guys are quite optimistic about the future and whatnot. And I myself, of course, just like you guys believe that the future will definitely be better than the present and the past. I mean, just take a look at our history right now, how, how much progress we've made in the past, literally two decades alone. I mean, just we are changing humanity here. However, let me just take the side of some of our audience members who might somehow not agree with you guys. So right now, I'm going to challenge you on your optimism about the future. And I'm going to actually try to see how you can actually answer these questions. So first, you Poojix, let me challenge you a little bit right now. You are so optimistic about the future. So how about the downside of all these technological developments? I mean, like, is there no downside to it all?
1: Well, of course it's going to be very naive to think that everything everything's going to be beautiful and happy and nice uh, there are going to be downsides there are downsides that we're seeing now uh, there's no doubt about that but at the same time there are many positives so with anything with any advancement with any change comes the positives and the negatives that's right the, the, the the, the goal here is to optimize on the positive and minimize the negative, Interesting. so we can have an overall better world. Of course, there's going to be bad things. There's no doubt about that. But we want to minimize that and optimize on the positive to get an overall better world.
0: Interesting. Okay, yeah. That's right. What do you think, Ali? Uh
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: you know, in terms of being bad side, I think the only so so I think the. So the only thing I can think of is that if it's – if the if the machine learning and AI, if it's used in wars, uh, if it's used in wars, then it could have really, really bad effects. Wow. Um, so like for example, in the past – okay, so so the problem with, with with predicting future is that things change so fast that you have no idea what's going to be next, right? That's right. Um, uh, like for example, if you take back in the day, there was uh, – I think there's a video game out. I think it's called the Battlefield Two One Four Two. Interesting. Um so so like that was supposed to show the future warfare. Wow. Uh and then and then in that what they had, they had like you know, some sort of like a robot, you know, that's that was still being operated by 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 human. That's right. But but if you look at the wars right now, it's all done it's all done by using a remote control exactly and 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 you know like there's no one on the field anymore like like people are fighting with just robots now and like
0: drones and, and missiles think, man
2: drones exactly that's what yeah that's what i'm talking about so so <laughs> So if you talk to someone fifteen years ago, they would have never guessed, oh, we would have things like those, we would have things like drones, we'd exactly. have things like you know, like you just like there's no one on the field. Exactly. So I think it's pretty hard to predict in terms of, you know, like what's gonna happen. Wow. But I think that's the that's the only thing I can see. It's it's using it in the battlefield where there's no humans involved, but but, uh, yeah.
0: You know, you mentioned a video game, and uh, I just remember right now, uh, recently a new IP was released on uh, PlayStation 4 as an exclusive title called Detroit Become Human. And actually, I happened to finish this game not long ago, and I r- just it just made me think a lot. It, uh, the game itself is very similar. I mean, like, the concept is very similar to the TV series Westworld, if you guys have watched it. So uh, mm-hmm, the boy. concept is that AIs become autonomous creatures, and their mach- these machines are then made Mixed with biological components that makes them look like humans, and then they actually take over, uh, you know, uh, our societies, and they cause problems such as unemployment for the masses because now almost all the jobs are being done by the, you know, by robots and AIs and androids and whatnot. So after I actually finished this game, Detroit Become Human, which is by the way a PS4 exclusive title, so you cannot find it anywhere else, I just uh, thought a lot about what technology can do in the future, and just what happens if we literally find ourselves among the androids 20, 30, 50, 100 years from now who are doing all the tasks. Now, of course, since uh, I wanted to somehow get our audience on board, because I'm pretty sure, uh, because let's be honest, guys, when you're an entrepreneur like us, you tend to be overly optimistic, so that doesn't count. I just wanted to bring the counter arguments first. So now let's talk about the bright side. Now, we are all excited about our future. I personally just, I I really believe that the future is bright and uh, there cannot be anything better because, I mean, everything is uh, Uh, improving, like education level. I mean, the level of, uh, for example... Dogmatism all around the world is coming down. Now there are only a few nations who are like this who are extremely like ideological and whatnot. So overall medicine is uh, improving radically and I even read an article in Times Magazine a while back that said by 2050 uh, we can actually stop aging among humans. That was like a wow. Like holy shit what the hell can you know we do? If Imagine just you live in a world where you do not age man. just It's just incredible. But for now let's move on to Pujix here. So Pujix, what do you think about the bright side? How do you predict the future Future of humanity in the coming decades.
1: Right, so in terms of Brad said, we're basically advancing ourselves, extending our abilities uh, since the beginning of time. If we, we didn't reach the top of the tree, we created a tool to reach the top of the tree uh, now we are uh, reaching the capacity of our brain, our mind we are creating the artificial ones to extend it, not to replace it, or to be uh, a subsidiary for it uh, We are seeing many progress in VR and AR uh, virtual reality, uh, augmented reality, which are, which ha- everybody's heard of them, but then are going to become very mainstream very soon. We're talking about vertical agriculture. There's going to be lots and lots of production of food with uh, maximum efficiency. Wow. We have stem cells, as you mentioned. We're going to stop aging. We have uh, we're going to be creating human organs. So if he, if somebody loses something, they don't have to wait for somebody to die or pass away or wow. something to. By three D printers,
0: I heard about that. Like th- that three D printing.
1: Exactly. Wow. With, with 3D, depending, we're gonna revolutionize manufacturing. Wow. Manufacturing is gonna be totally different. We can print our own clothing. Um, we have we have many different things. We have nanotechnology, which is gonna help us with a lot of things. We're gonna have devices inside our bodies, monitoring everything. We're gonna have biotech. Um, as you mentioned, literacy is going off the charts. Most people are literate nowadays. Like not probably most, but many many people as of as as comparison to like years ago which exactly. few were um yeah it's it's a, it's a very if you if you look at the bright side of this this whole thing it's a very exciting future and it's probably one of the best times uh, to be alive wow
0: course. man you know you say this right now i wish i was born literally like uh, uh 10 or 20 years later like uh, i would be i would very <laughs> much rather be a you know kid right now because i'm yeah. that excited about the future i mean just think about like if you are a child if let's say you're a teenager right now you are born into technology man. Like life is a lot different. Like back in, in our days, things were a lot different. I mean, like and we didn't have the internet, we didn't have any of these stuff. So it's quite uh, amazing to think about that. Let's move on to Ali here. So my man, what do you think? Uh, What's the bright side like for you?
2: Uh, yeah. So I, so I think one of the things a lot of people miss is that, okay, you know, like for example, in the future, we're going to have a lot of um, things that don't need people anymore. It'll be done by the machines. So I think that's, I think that's really good because um so for example if you think in the history uh people used to work on the farms for like for like 16 hours a day uh you know like they used to work all day right
0: that's right Uh,
2: but now people don't do that right people only work maybe six to eight hours a day i think in future people will be working maybe four hours a day who knows um because most of the work will be done by the machines now this is really good because 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 now it means that humans can actually focus on on the things that matter a lot because before we were kind of wasting our time doing the same thing over and over again but now you know since we have so much more freedom i think for example we can focus on more like like the harder problems to solve wow you know um because uh yeah yeah because all the repetitive work is going to be done by the robot you know like we're just going to have a lot of free time which is great Interesting. Uh, and then we're just going to have much much more service oriented jobs These are- so so by service oriented yeah so by service oriented would mean like something like i don't know maybe like a professor or um, you know like a teacher uh yeah um so yeah i mean uh, you know a lot of people say that oh you know the technology is actually is actually like taking away all the jobs. That's right. And things might be chaotic in future, but the problem is that they they often forget people in the past. You know, you know when they were when people used to work on the farms. You know, um, so yeah, there's like much more people now in the world, but. But the employment is still really
0: high. Interesting. Good to point. Can you compare this uh, with the past where we have like the agriculture revolution. Yeah. So a lot of people were working in the yeah. farms, but nowadays fewer and fewer people actually on the farm, but we still have a lot of people working. However, let me just exactly. ask a couple of questions. You mentioned about this uh, employment issue because that's one of my concerns right now. First of all, you said that we will be working less and less. Uh, now, this is of course happening uh, in Europe nowadays, especially where the average uh, weekly uh, work hours is less than 20 hours and whatnot. However, uh, if Pujix and I uh, you know, are a great example, is we tend to somehow work a lot, more than four hours per day and whatnot. So what I want to ask you is this, uh, a lot of these jobs will then be handled by robots. Let's say we won't have Uber drivers. Instead, we'll have just, uh, let's say, Android drivers or just AI drivers, Google cars, and whatnot, who do, just take us around and whatnot. So, what will the other people do? These these people who do not have, let's say, that much uh, level of expertise. Let's say, let's say, what, what happens to those who do not have any IT knowledge or whatnot? So, what will these guys do with their time?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. So, so I think that's a great question. I think that's something that the government needs to do something about because, because, because they need to provide the training, and um, because the problem is that um, to work in the new fields, you need to have at least some sort of training. Maybe maybe five month training, six month training. That's right. Um, and uh, and and I think that this will happen like like really slowly so like for example so for example a a a teenager right now that's right right who was born right now um that person has more knowledge about computers you know like compared to like like 20 years ago so i think so i think for the next generation uh, we don't have to worry too much about that's but right for the current, gen- but for the current generation, um, yeah, I think it will be tough for like most people, but at the same time, I think it, I think one of the um things that we should look into, is to actually provide free education, and mm-hmm. I think that's where the government comes
0: in. That's right. Well, education, of course, is very critical, and especially in this type of technological revolution that we are facing right now. It makes complete sense. However, from my perspective right now, I'm a little bit concerned about the issue of employment in the future, because we are seeing this even right now, basically. And uh, yeah. uh, even all around the world, in the United States, I'm pretty sure, I don't know, of course, I'm not sure about the rates in Canada right now, but globally, uh, there's a lot more competition for a variety of services and products that can be offered and whatnot. So that's going to prove a little bit of a challenge because now we have democratized uh, business competition and entrepreneurship. So almost anyone around the world has a chance to compete and that's going to, of course, increase the uh, severity of the the competition and whatnot. But still, uh, when it comes to um, preparing ourselves for a good future, because I really believe that we cannot play – by the 20th century rules of happiness and success in the 21st century. We are going to have to change the rules here to prepare yeah. ourselves, our families, our friends and for whatnot sure. for the future. So let's move, move back to Poojiks here. So, man, what yeah. is your recommendation, Poojiks? What could be done for ourselves, for our children, for our family members, for our loved ones and whatnot? How can we prepare ourselves for what's to come in order to actually make the most of all these technological advancements?
1: Uh, The short answer would would be to pay attention. Uh, That would be the short answer. The longer version would be, uh, first of all, don't worry about the near future. So, for example, you're talking about there's not going to be any Uber driver or taxi driver. That's not entirely true for the very near future. There's going to be autonomous uh, driving. But then uh, in the very near future, for example, as soon as the autonomous driving becomes mainstream, for at least a few years, at least five years, it's not going to be like there's no driver. There's going to be a... uh, in spectator, behind the wheels, just to monitor everything, and if, if something goes wrong, to get off the get off the car, open the door for the passenger, for example, stuff like that. But at the same time, he doesn't have to drive, mm-hmm. which I'm sure in a, in a very crowded downtown Toronto or New York or London or Paris, nobody actually wants to drive. <laughs> in tr- <laughs> so um, true. So so in the beginning, it's just gonna make the the life of those people easier or or for example for truck drivers if you're going to give an example of truck drivers yeah they're not going to be driving the car but it doesn't mean that they're going to be out of job no they're just they're still going to be sitting in the in the cabin they're still going to be monitoring a lot of things they're going to still be monitoring the loading and offloading but they don't have to do the tedious uh, repetitive job of actually driving the car and also paying attention to the road in case something goes wrong so in the in the very first step is not to be completely displaced, and in that in that gap of time that we have, it's the points that Ali mentioned that we have to come and bring in the education, uh, whether through uh, in the companies as private companies themselves, uh, government of course has to do much much better and much much more efficient uh, to to educate people overall. That's right. Um, so education. That's why I said pay attention. Meaning educate yourself. Look about the world around you, look at how it's shaping. You don't have to be a tech person to understand these things. You can pick up a a, a book about the future exactly. and how we, where we're going and educate yourself on a minimum level and try to uh, grasp the, the skills that are going to be critical for the future.
0: So true, man. Like I think the most important skill in the coming decades will be how fast and how, how well we can learn because uh, we are literally uh, in, a, in an era where to earn more we have to learn more and because of this we need to actually focus a lot on education and all around the world unfortunately now reading is on a decline and that's one of the biggest concerns of mine personally and I hope that people around the world will tr- somehow start uh, looking at this issue more seriously and b- understand the importance of learning new skills because a lot Got of sure. their knowledge a lot of their skills are becoming obsolete day-by-day by Day so, by uh, failing to constantly improve their knowledge and prepare themselves for new types of challenges and skills, they will definitely fall behind. Let's move on to Ali here. So, Moment, what do you think? How can we prepare ourselves for the coming decades?
2: Um, I, yeah, I think that's that's a great question. I don't have a good answer yet, but uh, I think, yeah, so I think as a starter, you know, he's just said having free education, uh, uh things like that, but um. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be, okay. So like, it's going to happen really slowly. That's right. And, um, and you know, with, with all the jobs being lost, I believe that five times the jobs are right now are actually being created at the same time, but they might not be in the same field. Exactly. Um, so I think, um, So I think setting up like, for example, like a college course, which would be like a six month course, um, and just, just helping people like prepare to take a change. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think one of the problems is that right now is that, you know, like, you know, like you might have a lot of people who are maybe 50 plus, right. That's right. If they're 50 plus right now, they don't want to learn something new. Maybe, um, you know, like they might be, you know, like they might be, um, Uh, you know, I'm not ready for this. That's right. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's a hard problem. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, like uh, yeah, we just need to yeah, we just need to think about it more.
0: So true. Great. And uh, before I go for the final comment, I want to ask you guys one thing in particular that you guys are looking forward to the most in the in the coming decades, basically. First, you projects among all of these technological advancements that we are going to experience, which which is the one that you yourself find the most fascinating and really are the most excited about.
1: Well, it's a very hard question. And there are so many things that, um, I'm looking forward to and I'm really thinking to give you one, but I'm going to have to give you two. That's right. Uh, one of them, one of them is, um, uh the the points in singularity meaning wow. merging machines with with the biological human, uh, life humans um that's well, one, one question because i i
0: heard you uh, uh, talking about singularity before what exactly is singularity is it like uh we become like cyborgs or something or part, there's yeah, machines I mean,
1: yeah, by definition, we are already cyborgs because we we cannot function without our phones. You can't go places without your phone. You you look up stuff on your phone. You basically cannot live without your suit. So you're technically a cyborg right now, uh, but but it's a very very more sophisticated version of it being that you literally merge with machines in wow. terms of, for example, you will you you can say like nanobots being in your body. That could be wow. one scenario. There could be many different scenarios. But then, yeah, exactly. Your your day-to-day life will be more. Aggressively dependent on uh machines that help you improve your like stretch your limits uh, your brain power etc so yeah that that's the idea of the singularity which is uh i I don't think it's it's far off Uh, i think uh, we're going to see it by the first half of the century sometime um but that's one thing that I'm super excited about. And the second thing would be space exploration. Wow. Uh, I'm super excited uh, about, yeah, going into um, deep space, outer outer orbits of the Earth, Mars, let's say, moon. Wow. It's, it's super exciting.
0: Fantastic. How about you, man? What are you most excited about?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I think... <laughs> Uh,
2: uh, yeah, I think we didn't talk about the space exploration, but I think that's one of the other things I'm really excited about, actually, uh, in terms of how close we are right now. I think I think the estimation right now is about maybe uh, 10 more years until we get to Mars. So um, I think, yeah, so I think that's going to be huge because wow. obviously if you put humans on Mars and actually if we start having some, some sort of like a colony there um, – and then if that happens within my lifetime, I think, yeah, I think that will be life
0: worth it. <laughs> wow, man. just imagine! Uh, it's like, so, Pujic, Solly, let's just uh, we can have some free time. Let's go hang out in Mars for a couple of days and come back. I and mean, just imagine how that feels like. <laughs> it'll be wonderful. Actually,
2: actually, actually, I'm not sure if it's going to be like okay, you go there and then you can come back. I think it'll be one way ticket.
0: Oh my goodness! Why is that? <laughs> oh come on, buddy! What if I have some friends that's, here? Well,
2: that's a starting package. You know, you can't you can't buy a return ticket yet.
0: <laughs> All right, let's yeah, let's hope the they're gonna work on that as well. For sure. That's right, but, but I yeah, hear right now SpaceX really is actually working on this. By,
2: uh, well, uh, yeah,
0: I heard a lot well, about SpaceX about and it, Elon Musk and this yeah. issue and uh, the stuff they're doing yeah. right now.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like if you think about it, like for example, in the past, right, when when people went to explore on ships, right, that was that was sort of like a one-way ticket for them, right? Exactly. It was like it was like they had no idea what's out there. So some so most of the times when they found something new. They just lived there, right? Wow. They just stayed there. Um, so I, so I think Mars might be something similar. In the, in the start, you know, people will go there, and then they'll probably just live there until you know, um, you know, until whenever. And um, and once the technology is, uh. Yeah, So so yeah, I think the return ticket would be,
0: oh my be a gosh. tough one. For That's this right. Story. It's going to Sorry be very man. tough, but we have to see how that you know will change yeah. our lives in the future basically. And I personally am, of course, quite excited about both the AI technology. I really just can't imagine what they can do and more importantly, whether or not AI can reach a level where it actually creates consciousness by itself. That's just one of the things that I'm personally the most excited about to see how this AI will develop in the future and will change basically our lives to, uh, for the better obviously. So, guys, we're gonna time here. Let's go for a final comment to wrap the show. So, Pujic, after all of our discussion today, what is now your final comment?
1: Uh, I would say that um, don't be a pessimist. Be an optimist. There are going to be both sides, dark side and the bright side of the, the future. But focus on the bright side. Try to make the bright side better. By educating yourself and the and uh, sur- your surrounding, that's right. And try to minimize the dark impacts of advancements of technology technological invest- advancement in the future. But educate, 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 learn, learn, learn. Please, it's going to help everybody. Absolutely
0: agreed, one hundred percent. And Oli, what's your final comment? Uh,
2: yeah, um, it's you know I think the future is really bright uh, for. For the young ones, you know, for example, if you're listening, uh if you can, uh, uh go into machine learning because because there's gonna be a lot of, a lot of jobs, a lot of jobs. Wow. I think so I think in terms of the demand and supply, I think we may actually be like, Hey, we need more people, we need more people. So um so I think yes, yeah, so I think this is the best time to actually get into tech. Um and at, at the same time, they're actually one of the really high paying jobs, even though, even though we have so many tech engineers, but at the same time, there's so many jobs are being created every day exactly. that, that there's always a demand, you know, like, wow. uh, you know, like companies will come up to you and be like, Hey, you know, we'll pay you like 50 K more wow. uh, than the current company uh, because they need people. So, so I think we need more people with tech, uh, yeah with tech that's background. amazing
0: i am now officially jealous of both of you because i'm sure you, you're both actually techie so it's pretty cool fantastic and that's all the time we have for if you are right now listen to us on itunes don't forget to rate us and if you could leave a review it would be appreciated of course that'll be wonderful other than that of course you can uh, reach us on podbean as well as youtube this was beyond the present podcast and i am daniel mulgan thank you very much